In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Military moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with a blowing away Robin Boyd. How's the storm <laughs> treating you? I <laughs> oh, well, thank goodness I'm not in the brunt of the hurricane, but yeah, I'm in Hurricane Alley here um, I, I, in New Hampshire. We haven't quite gotten uh, the, the the head of it, but I'm looking at the Weather Channel now, and I'm thinking of everybody down in Delaware and New York City that they're the ones that are really getting getting slammed right now i'm i'm just it it's an amazing mass i don't know if you've gone to the weather channel but this thing is like 800 miles wide it's huge it's quite a force it is it is and you know what's amazing about all this rob is we get very little coverage of it on the west coast because we have justin bieber dancing with the stars you know really really important vital things covered here in los angeles (laughs) while you guys blow away Oh, my gosh. Well, um, I'm looking at Delaware getting slammed with about 90-mile-an-hour winds right now, and it is moving inland right about between Delaware, Long Island, New York City, and it is heading west. So I'm thinking, actually, this whole thing, we're probably just going to get the skirt of it, but even the skirt of it at 50 miles an hour is still, it's still pretty damaging. We we kind of battened down our hatches and put the lawn furniture away and uh, you know made sure that the trash barrels were locked down. And so yeah, it's a nor. I think it's gone from a hurricane now to what a nor'easter. I guess it has something to do with the pressure and the system and and whatnot. And, uh, and meteorology is very fascinating. I I don't quite know all the ins and outs of it. All I know is it's raining and winding, and I don't have internet. <laughs> There you go. That's the vital thing. I was thinking, like anybody listening today on the East Coast, I was just going to say, you know, what is wrong with you? There's a hurricane. You know, <laughs> fixing your home, not listening to the radio show. I um, know. We have, we do have martial law. We're supposed to be off the road. That's how how prepared they want everybody to be. They were not taking this lightly. They said, everybody off the roads. Schools were called off already this morning. They weren't even, uh, it was It was barely blowing this morning, but they called school off last night. They just knew that this was coming, and they didn't, it was fine this morning at 10 o'clock in the morning, but they didn't want a bunch of buses on the road at 4 o'clock in the afternoon with trees coming down. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's one of those things where you just go, you know, school is important. Education is important. You know, getting things done is important. But, you know, it's just not worth life or limb, literally, on the tree or the Correct. Kids. Correct. Um, you know, and my mom would always keep us home. We were in Buffalo, so anytime we knew a big snow was sure. coming through a blizzard, we wouldn't even bother to try to go out. I mean, that's, that's not heroic. That's just kind of dumb to go out and, and try to do what you want to do and get in the way of all the emergency and rescue vehicles that have to do their job. Absolutely. I don't know if you've seen the news, but New York City, just south of Central Park, is having a quite the drama. A crane that was working on a high-rise fell off, and it's literally dangling off of the the scaffolding up there. And it's it's quite a serious situation. So anybody besides the, as if the hurricane itself isn't bad enough, you've got the potential of a crane coming through your window. Absolutely. Well, I know that they have announced the shutdown and suspension of all subway, bus, commuter rail services in New York in response to the storm. So. Uh, and God bless our National Guard who are all out there protecting us and making sure that emergency vehicles can do what they've got to do. You know, that's one of the unsung heroes um, yeah. you know, of our military. When we think about what the National Guard does when they come in, you know, at almost every disaster, you know, we talk... Mm-hmm. We talk a lot about, you know, Iraq and Afghanistan, but sometimes, you know, we don't acknowledge enough what goes on around here at the home front. Absolutely. We, we, um, uh, in fact, I'm just looking at West Virginia now who's getting clobbered with snow. Um, all of these emergency people still have to get through, and it's the National Guard who are there regardless, um, and, and we thank them for that. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and I think of, you know, all of our, our troops that, you know, out in Iraq and Afghanistan, they, um, you know, they, they, they battle winds, they battle rain, they battle, you know, <laughs> you know, we get hurricanes mm-hmm. and, you know, we have to batten down too. It's, it's just a lot of work for everybody. Mother Nature, I think, has given us back, uh, you know, tenfold for wrecking her planet. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, we have a big show today, Sandra. I'm I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm actually here. I didn't think I was going to actually be here. You're going to have to take us to breaks, by the way. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, we've got a great show today. We've got Dr. Jody Bramer, who hasn't been with us in a while. It's been about six months since we had Dr. Jody Bramer on, and she's a family therapist that's going to talk to us today about managing loneliness, frustration, and bad feelings during separations. Um, you know, and the separations can be because of deployment. They can be just, you know, a lot of our military wives, you know, especially in in these times, they're their partners are working really, really long hours, and there is mm-hmm. a lot of separation. There is a lot of loneliness. And so she's going to talk to us a little bit about how to manage that, some things we can do. And we're also going to welcome Autumn Arnold. She's our health and fitness coach, and she's going to talk to us about what we can do when the weather is nasty because we're getting into lots of parts of the country where we have nasty weather and you can't go for a walk outside. You can't have a mommy and me group at soccer because you're knee-deep in snow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yep, and finally we're going to bring on Marcella Stretch, and she's going to talk about what's the holiday she's going to talk about, Rob? I can't remember it. Uh, her uh, Pod Awareness Day, uh, it, which is coming right up, and so we really need to um, find out a little bit more about all the ways that uh, we she, her group honors the families. That they they are so supportive. It, what a wonderful network this is. That's right. It was the Pods Awareness Day, the Parents of Deployed Soldiers Awareness Day. And I think, you know, that's so vital because we've seen, Rob, over the, um, over the years that we've done this show as awareness raises all the different groups that are affected by deployment, affected, affected by, you know, people choosing to be in the military, um, mm-hmm. it really has far-reaching effects, much more than I think we recognized in the past. I think so. And every generation has a different kind of awareness. And I think we have finally grown into an encompassing awareness. I think in the past it's always been, oh, the guys over there. You think of the old song from the from the 40s. But it was always over there. And they went away and we went about our business here. And they came home and isn't that wonderful. I think we're embracing the, the their whole purpose in a completely different way in this generation, which is good. We, this is definitely a positive step, and I'm, I'm very glad that we are moving into that kind of support for all of our service members. Absolutely, Rob, you know, because I think about the shows that we've had over the years and how we've talked about, you know, the parents of deployed service members, absolutely, but a lot of times those parents of deployed service members or grandparents of deployed service members end up taking care of the kids while the family, you know, the mother or father, or in some cases both, are Mm -hmm. serving overseas and how it affects the brothers and sisters of people who are deployed, and it can affect their best friend or their girlfriend or boyfriend that aren't recognized by a legal entity because they're not legally married to them. Some of these long-term relationships aren't covered by a lot of the different programs out there. And that's why when, you know, I look at some of the programs here that are willing just to help anybody who's suffering as a result of a deployment or separation, Mm -hmm. um, I really think that's where it needs to go because we can't qualify it by saying, you know what, a sibling somehow may feel better or differently than a best friend. Right, right. Right. Well, I'm, I, first off, Jody is going to certainly help us put a lot of that in perspective. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, because separation and change and movement, you know, is really a big part of, um, you know, part of deployment and part of military life. And as we said on shows in the past, you know, to look at somebody and say, well, you knew what you were getting into when you married this person really isn't fair because nobody really knows what they're getting into with right. anything when they when they first start. Of course, of course. And also the part of the reintegration process, there's a loneliness in that because the person reintegrating often needs some space. And the people that are home welcoming that person are not sometimes prepared for that kind of separation. (laughs) Here they are physically here, but there's still an emotional separation. So we'll have to talk to Jody about that too. Absolutely. There's just so much that goes on, and every family is different, and every family 
dynamic is different. It's just really important that we have these shows that can help everybody, especially with the loneliness and the, you know, and even just the bad feelings. Because as we learned with, um, uh, I forget the lady, the author that was on who was the first one to stand up and talk about how she felt bad that her husband was serving overseas. Mm-hmm. She was the first one really to come out and talk about it and make it public that, you know what, this is hard. Oh, it was the day after he left, I think is yeah, the title. Yes, yes. Yeah. And how it affected her whole family. And, you know, in years past and wars past, it wasn't appropriate for you to speak out. But we're going to bring Jody Bramer on after the break. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Military Mom Talk Radio along with Robin Boyd. Our guests today are going to be Dr. Joni Bramer, family therapist, who's going to talk to us about separation, uh, deployment, loneliness, and bad feelings during that. And then we're going to bring on Autumn Arnold, our health and fitness coach, and Marcella Stretch. So check us out at iTunes, and we will be here back after the break. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Why do I feel so lousy? Why are my medications working? Why can't my doctor figure me out? These are just a few of the questions Dr. Kevin Connors will be exploring in Dr. Kevin Connors Live on Toginet.com. The author of the book, Help My Body is Killing Me, solving the connections of autoimmune disease to thyroid problems, fibromyalgia, depression, ADD, ADHD, and more. He'll dig into these and many other conditions to dissect the mechanisms of your problems. Giving God the glory and looking for answers to make you look and feel better, to make you feel whole again. For more on him, his book, and the show, check out UpperRoomWellness.com. Never be satisfied with a diagnosis. There is always a reason behind it. And if you can alter the mechanisms that led you down your current path, we can change your future. It's Dr. Kevin Connors, live here on Togginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Togginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us out, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com. 
covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we are going to welcome Dr. Jody Bramer. She is a family therapist. She is well-versed in the military. She did a stint as a Marine Corps wife. She's the mother of two almost-grown children. We call that past your teen years, grown. Um, <laughs> and she, <laughs> we use that term loosely, um, she is going to talk to us today about how to manage the loneliness, frustration, and the bad feelings that come up from separation. Jody, are you with us? I am with you. Yes, ma'am. How is everybody doing? Hi, we're doing fine. Good to hear your voice. It's good to hear your voice, too. It's been too long. I, I have to say that that one comment, uh, Sandra, I think that you said it about uh, when we hear the phrase, you knew what you were getting into. Oh, that's still one of my biggest pet peeves from my days being a young Marine wife. And mm-hmm. even my clients to this day, they'll, they'll talk to me about, why do people say that? Nobody knows what they're getting into until they're actually in it. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's it right. So I love that. And frankly, when we're young and in love and we're getting married, you know, everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be wonderful. But it's like telling a guy getting ready to go to war that you know what you're getting into when you go to war. Hell, really? Right, yeah, I knew I was going to get my life blown off. You know, I was actually looking forward to it because I, you know, I knew what I was getting into. Absolutely, it's just the dumbest comment, and we're going to make a universal ban and tell people, please don't ever say that to anyone. Ever, ever, ever. It's just so not true. I remember when I was dating my husband, and he wore this great uniform in in college, and he paraded around the campus Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they threw a great party on Friday night, and I thought, man, he's handsome, he's cute, they look good in uniform. That's about the extent of what I knew a Marine was. I was very sheltered. Well, I think most of us are. You know, most of us are. You know, and I think one of the things that I hear a lot, Jody, and I don't know if you hear this in your practice as well, um, is that a lot of our moms really didn't know how hard it would be uh, during these separations, especially, you know, when they have small children or multiple children. Um, and the separation doesn't just have to be deployment. It can be long hours. And that's, that's really hard, Jody. Oh, absolutely. We're talking about everything from months-long separations to even just going to class or having field, going going into the field and working from 3 in the morning to midnight. And these poor young ladies are at home either alone or with children, and their entire day is focused on when is my husband coming back. And, and it's lonely, and it causes resentment. And, of course, the guys are away doing very important things. But the women, they have to sacrifice so much of, of who they are and what they are and what they had, oftentimes leaving their family, leaving their friends, leaving their state to go be this wife and not have any collateral support in doing so. And I think the loneliness and the sadness and the resentment are probably the three top things that I hear from my wives who are are coming in and talking on my couch. 
they're angry. They're angry that they didn't know. They're angry that their husbands didn't call them three times a day or three times a week or three times a month. And they're sad and they're overwhelmed with all this work that they have to do. I mean, some of them are going to school. Some of them are working. Some of them are doing both. And then you add children on top of that. And then the men, when they do come home, they're tired. They've got a whole bunch of things going on. And the woman is saying, you know, I need a break. How, when do I get my break? When do I get to go talk to adults? When do I get to to do something that I want to do? And it causes not only the, the natural loneliness from being apart, but it causes a lot of anxiety and, and anger when people are back together again. You were talking about the reintegration aspect, and there's a lot to be said for that. What do you say, Jody, to people who are with you and saying, I'm angry, but I feel guilty because I'm feeling angry. Oh, yes. Um, (laughs) The guilt comes along with the territory. Not only are we guilty as moms for everything that our children are going through, but we feel guilty as wives. Uh, We feel guilty as fathers. Um, There's a lot of aspects that, you know, we have these human feelings. Feelings are feelings. They're neither right nor wrong. If we're angry, if we're sad, if we're upset, it's a legitimate feeling. Feeling guilty for feeling these things is kind of an unnecessary feeling. Yes, we understand that there is a greater good, but does that take away the humanness aspect of us that feels sad or that feels lonely? Yes, we know our husbands are defending the country, but does that mean that we're not allowed to feel sad? No, of course it doesn't. Of course you're going to feel that way because you care and because, thank God, we're human, and that's, that's how we're supposed to be able to, to express ourselves. Hmm. Well, and that's the one thing, Jody, you know, that I'm always astounded at. You know, we're kind of taught in the military to, like, put up and shut up and, you know, don't complain, and this is, you know, the way it is, but... You know, these feelings are real, and to feel lonely and to feel sad and to feel frustrated, you know, also kind of goes under that un-American, unpatriotic, you know, you're not supporting your husband, you know, he's got to focus on, you know, what he needs to do because he could get killed, you know. Meanwhile, you know, the mom's at home going, I'm going to kill somebody myself (laughs) if I don't get a break or if I don't get, you know, and the respite care that's available, a lot of people don't take advantage of it, they don't know it exists, you know, or they're just so weary, they don't even know what to do next. So what do you tell our listeners, the ones that I hear, what I hear, Jody, is I hear, I'm so tired, I'm just so tired, and they mean that universal tired, not just I need a nap. Right, right. It's a bone-weary tired. The most important thing, the most important piece of information that I'd like to get out there is for uh, wives, and, and I don't mean to sound sexist, there's a lot of husbands out there that are supporting female military members, and God bless all of them. Um, but in this case, if we're talking about the wives, it's so important to stay connected. It's so important to have that link, both with other military wives and with family and friends. Sometimes our family and friends really can't understand the way that another military wife can. And even though so many people live off base now and don't have that sense of community that really stems from, from what the military has required is because you move around all this time, the military becomes your family, the wives have got to realize how important it is to 
not only reach out, but to also take advantage of everything that's available now. One huge thing that exists now that didn't exist when, when I was a young military wife is, is the social network, the social media. There's Facebook pages for the different, um, uh, different streets on, on base. There's uh, social networks for the military wives in a certain squadron or unit. And these wonderful Facebook pages that are run by wonderful, uh, I'm not even sure what the word is, the, the women who uh, monitor them, they're, they're there to reach out. I've seen uh, comments like, I see a dog running down the street. Do you know whose it is? Or does anyone know the best price to, place to buy gas? Or, uh, hey, I've got ball gowns coming up for the Marine Corps ball. Does anyone need to, to, to borrow one? I mean, these are just some basic connections that make you a family and make you feel connected to, to other people when, in essence, you might feel like you're sitting and staring at the walls 24-7. There are places to go, there are things to do, and there are people to talk to that can be there for you when you're feeling really low and disconnected. Well, and I think it's important you bring up the social networking um, aspect of it because sometimes what's happened to my friends, Jody, is I watch them disappear, you know, and those are the ones we know we need to go and knock on their door and see how they're doing because they'll be a participant in a group and then you'll they start tapering off. And I think as we get kind of lonely and sadder and more frustrated and those bad feelings build, we tend to isolate. Absolutely, and that's a major sign of depression is the isolation. And if anybody knows people who have stopped communicating, one of the nicest, most human gestures you can do is to reach out because people who are feeling depressed and suffering from this depression, which is real and legitimate, they aren't going to do the reaching out. So, Sandra, you are exactly right. Take that extra step. Go knock on someone's door. Ask if they're okay. And if they say, oh, I just don't feel like doing anything, say, get your shoes on. We're going to go for a walk or we're going to go here or let's pick up a coffee. Or even better, bring something into their house and, and let them know that they're not alone. Absolutely, absolutely, because we've got a lot of isolated families, especially those who, like you said, live off post. You know, I've got a couple ladies on my street. You know, I have a long canyon, and there's two military families, and they're 25 minutes away from base. I mean, that's a significant difference, and, you know, they do go through different things than, than the rest of us, and I just think, you know, reaching out, I just don't think you can go wrong with reaching out. Like you said, you don't have to spend any money. You can just say, come on, let's go for a walk. Absolutely, and even just logging into a network, and even if you don't feel like communicating or in a chat with anything, to know that there's other people. There's so many resources online, even, even well, especially, especially this right now, but even as something as small as Facebook, to be able to read what other conversations are going on and to be able to know, to tap into the FROs, the Family Readiness Officers' informations or emails, a lot of times the husbands don't can't always be counted on to bring home either accurate information or complete information or maybe information at all. And sometimes it's, it falls on the wife to seek out what they need at that time to see if there's something going on, if there's some place that they can go or someone that they can talk to, or even just be aware that, hey, other people are feeling like I do. Absolutely, Jody. As always, you've been a wonderful guest today. Uh, Dr. Jody Bramer, a family therapist, um, she's got a lot of experience with the military. You can check her out at, at 
uh, Jody Bramer, that's B-R-E-M-E-R.com. Uh, we're going to have you back, Jody, uh, when we come back next year for our next season. We have only three or four more shows left uh, this year, but I want to thank you for coming on today. I really do appreciate your expertise. You've got 30 seconds. Can you give us one last piece of advice? Stay in contact. Make contact. Take that effort. Um, it pays off because the military family becomes your family, and you have to count on them and depend on them in ways that you never might have expected to before. Listen, thanks, Cassandra, for having me on, and Robin, I look forward to coming back. Happy See you real soon. Thanks, Jody. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Chances are you didn't give birth to Einstein. So why are you trying to raise your child to be like him? Welcome to Stop Raising Einstein with your host, Tara Kennedy Klein. Woohoo Radio Network's parenting show dedicated to helping you release the myth of the perfect parent and discover the unique brilliance in your child and you. Tara and her panel of amazing, intelligent, and sometimes off-the-wall guests will share the tips, tools, trends, and techniques available that will help you stop raising Einstein and start relishing your role as a proud and present parent. Join her every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time for Stop Raising Einstein, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Do holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to HeartfilledHolidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, Eastern Standard Time on Toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Military Moms, we're about halfway through our show. For those of you that missed the first half, we talked with Jody Bramer about how to manage loneliness, frustration, and bad feelings during separation and hard times in the military. We want you guys to reach out to each other, reach out to us. 
reach out to the social networks um, before you get to the point where you don't want to do the things that you enjoy, which is one of the signs of depression, or you start to withdraw from your social sphere. We all need each other. Um, we're going to talk today also to Autumn Arnold. She's our health and fitness coach, and she's a single mom of two little ones, really little ones, under the age of six. And she herself was looking for some serious help. She had depression, fatigue, heartburn, high blood pressure. She changed her nutrition. She changed her uh, um workout. She went from a size 20 to a size 14, and she's still going. And I can tell you I have done a visual sighting. She looks fantastic. Um, Autumn, what what role does exercise play in depression? I just want to, you know, we talked a little bit about that with Jody Bramer, and then we'll talk about how we can fit exercise into our lifestyle. Oh, do we not have her? I'm here. Oh, good. Okay. Hi, Autumn. I'm here. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh, I can't hear you, but you can't hear me. <laughs> um Repeat the question one more time for me because I totally got just went total spaced. Oh, okay. Um, well, we were talking with Jody Bramer about you know some signs of depression that oh, come yeah. from deployment, separations, loneliness, frustration, and right. you know you you did suffer from depression with respect to your um, health, and that's one of the things that led you to become a health and fitness. Yeah. So my question for you is, what role does exercise play in the management of depression? Oh, my gosh. Exercise is so important for depression because one of the things is that um, you, when you're doing your exercises, creating circulation, and when you have more blood flow, that new blood takes the old blood away and takes the toxins out of your body. So the more lethargic and the more... Um, the more you sit around, the more toxins your body builds up, which is obviously going to affect the brain as well. So, um, you know, it all starts with nutrition and getting the right things into your bodies with your vitamins and such, but you also want to um, get that, that blood moving and it just, you get that heart pumping and it just moves everything around to clean yourself out. Is that why you feel yucky? Like I know like when I've been, you know, tired or frustrated, sometimes I'll eat junk food, I'll lay on the couch, I won't go for my daily walk, I won't won't play with the kids, I'll watch a lot of TV. Is that why I just feel like junky or toxic? Yes, yes that's exactly right. Yep. Interesting. Rob, did you know that? Well, yes, I did. And as a matter of fact, being in New England, you know in the wintertime you are sort of at the mercy of the weather. You can't always get out. If it's a beautiful, sunny, snowy day, you can get out. But like on a day like today, I'm afraid I'm not going to be out in the blizzard and in the hurricane. <laughs> so what are we going to do in the wintertime, autumn, or especially the New England, or like Sandra in California, if it's 110 degrees out you're really not going to spend a whole lot of time at the park. No, it's it's really cold, and it can really get that wind is just bone chilling out here. I know, especially in the Emerald Valley and Acton during the winter time. So it's hard to want to get out there, especially with your kids if you have little ones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was thinking about that today, especially what's going on with the East Coast. That you know, there's probably not very much exercise going on. And I mean, I, I read on the internet that they have like 1.1 million kids out of school today because the schools yes. are closed. 
And that can really be hectic with keeping the kids cooped up as well. So the only thing I can really think of is, you know, getting the kids involved in some indoor activities. I mean, you could do duck, duck, goose. You can do, you know, different things to keep the kids active because I'm sure they're just going stir crazy with not, you know, expending any energy as well. So if the moms just got involved in those activities with them, then they could get some exercise on those hard days as well. One of the things that I think is kind of fun is that hiding, um, if it's, if it, let's say it's laundry day, hide a few socks in, in crazy places and then tell the kids to go on a scavenger hunt and they need to find all of the socks and put them together. And of course, if they're in a weird place like the bookshelf or under the television or all of these weird places, it kind of keeps them a little busy because they have to, they feel compelled to do it and that's expending quite a bit of energy. So that's right. That's right. And especially on these days, if there's, you know, any depression that's going on, it's definitely going to make it worse with no sun and lack of of exercise and, you know, the kids are just driving you crazy on the inside and you already can't tolerate anything because of the depression. So it makes those days really, really rough. Justin, how... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to segue into something, but go right ahead, Sam. Well, does it, you know, does it help just once or, you know, like, do you have to exercise every day? I know that sounds like such a stupid question, but in the management of depression, it's a daily thing. And I think of all these meds that, you know, you have to take them every day or every couple hours. Is it, is, when you work out, does it give you a lift for just an hour or two? Does it last the whole day? What, what are we looking at here? Um, I, I would say it depends on the severity of the workout because um, I can work out one day and feel good for a couple of days, and then if I go back into my rut, then I just don't work out anymore. So I would say at least every other day, if not three days a week, um, to keep that routine going, keep your energy level up. But if you're stuck in the house like they are over there, definitely want to get those kids active for at least one to two hours during the day to, you know, maybe right before nap time would be a good time get them up moving, play some games, you know, get down on the floor and play with them. If they have power, you know, pop in those video games that are active and you can get up and run around. Try and play those video games with them, but I know a lot of people are out of power right now too. Mm. We used to put music on and dance. Oh, my gosh. There, yeah, so every once in a while a song will come on and I'll look at my husband and say, remember when the kids used to dance to this? <laughs> and Fer- Ferris Bueller had just come out when, when uh, my kids were little and uh, when they did twist and shout on the on the parade float. We would be standing on the couches, we'd be standing up on the side of the chairs and we would be pretend that we were on the float too and <laughs> just dancing was so fun. Dancing a dancing one would be a fantastic idea. Well yeah, that just dance video thing is is a lot of fun. Um and then we fit is good, you know, but I think too one of the things that I did with my kids and you know, I have a big kitchen floor I would put their socks on, and then I made them step in the Mr. Clean, even though it wasn't the greatest for their feet. And I had them slide all over because my dogs tracked dirt in and were like, you know, and it really did. It, you know, it wasn't like me mopping or getting down on my hands and knees, but we certainly had a lot of fun with some old socks. Well, and my parents have um, stairs in their house, so it was like running up and down the stairs or running up the stairs and then sliding down on a sleeping bag was always our, you know, fun of the day if we couldn't go outside. Yeah, I guess you just have to make the effort. I mean, that's the hardest thing, I think. I know when I'm bummed and I don't want to get off the couch, and I know once I do, I'm going to feel great. 
But I almost have to trick myself to get off the couch. Like I'll say, all right, if you get off the couch and you do this today, then you can have you know this for dinner. And, <laughs> you know, I have to play all these games with myself because I'll tell you, sometimes I'm just tired. Definitely reward reward yourself with those things. That's a good a good way of keeping yourself on track too. Yeah, as long as I'm not down in a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Everything within moderation, right? I know, but Autumn, I went for a walk today. I went all the way to the mailbox and back, and I ate six slices of pizza, and you wonder why my pants don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. What well, I'm going to have I don't a lot more time to exercise after Friday. I'm all excited about that. I, I don't know how well, I'm set for time. <laughs> But what about the holidays coming up, Autumn? We, how are we going to fight and, and keep good with, with all the holidays coming up? Um, it's a mindset. It's determination to want to, you know, feel better going into the new year rather than I'm just going to eat whatever I want through the holidays and mm-hmm. I'll start on the first. You, know, you can't really have that mindset. Um, and so, you You're know, so I know good. I before, it's like, you know, just eat what you want, but stay away from the sweets. Yeah. You know, well, I, the sugar too. That I, I'm really finding ever since you gave me that sugar challenge last month. And for those listening today that don't know what it is, um, Autumn, you can talk about your weight loss. Talk about it for last Christmas. What you did with reducing your sugar and what happened to your body? Oh, it was absolutely amazing. And I've actually started. I'm back to day one on my sugar challenge to Sandra Destino. Today's day one. Um, but I did. I was really determined, like I said, it's just a mindset to get to that point where you want to feel better. And um, I thought, you know, December is probably the worst month to do that. However, what I did was I cut out refined sugar completely. So the only Mm -hmm. sugars that I was taking in is I took in grains. And so I stuck to, um, you know, I had tamales on Christmas and Christmas Eve. I think we had Mexican food like twice in that month. I had sushi twice, but I stayed away from the ice cream and the pies and the cookies and the chocolates and the fudge and all that stuff, but I lost 12 pounds in one month. Wow. So, wow. you know, if you can just, you know, stay towards the protein, stay towards a little bit of the carbohydrates, but stay away from the sweets, sugar is literally killing people today. And if you can really get out of that sugar, because you'll find when you cut sugar out that your body goes into withdrawals. So what does that say about sugar? It's a drug. That's right. Well, I've noticed that, you know, because I'm on day two of my sugar-free, and last time I did a week of sugar-free, and then I fell off the wagon, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, I got really cold. I got the chills. Even though I was eating meat and I'm eating my vegetables, you know, I was I was really cold for the, you know, I started getting really cold, and I felt really strange. Then I felt better. But I could That's tell right. that sugar definitely does something weird to my body. Yeah, you'll go through either headaches or being really tired and lethargic until your body gets used to operating the way it should operate without that sugar in your body. And they're finding out more and more that sugar is, you know, is a big enemy for a lot, a lot of people. Um, So, you know, but try not to, don't, that doesn't mean go sugar-free on everything because that's not necessarily, that's just the opposite end of bad for you, you know. So you've really got to find your balance and just go through a 30-day day challenge and find, you know, to cut your sugar out just for 30 days and see how you feel after that. Absolutely. Well, our guest today has been Autumn Arnold. She is our health and fitness coach. She's going to help us get through the holidays without packing on the pounds. We'll be so fast to break. 
We're going to talk to Marcella Chet and Karen to please Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Ministry is filled with both highs and lows, victories and struggles. It can be the best job of the world, but it can also be the hardest. Where do you find the balance between serving God and the joy of truly knowing Him? Wellspring, Tending the Heart of Ministry with Joanna Weaver. Thursday afternoons at 5 p.m. Central. Join us each week as pastor's wife, best-selling author, and host Joanna Weaver interviews women who serve God from the heart, both those who are well-known and those who minister in less visible ways. You'll discover tools for the ministry, but more importantly, you'll learn how to give God access to the deep places in your heart. For ministry is more than what we just do in public. It is who we are in private. Wellspring is here to inspire you to look into your heart of hearts and invest in the place ministry truly begins. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So join us for an hour that just might change your life. It's Wellspring, tending the heart of ministry with host Joanna Weaver. Thursday afternoons at 5 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on toginet.com. Live La Bella Vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live La Bella Vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, LaBellaVitaCosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Uncle Sam, put your name. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and I want to thank Autumn Arnold, our health and fitness coach, for talking us through another holiday season, and Dr. Jody Bramer, family therapist, who has helped us understand, address, and manage loneliness, frustration, and bad feelings during separation. If you guys missed those two segments, you can pick us up on iTunes. You can go to MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. You can also go to Toginet.com. All three places will have these broadcasts where you can listen listen 
And if you haven't listened to us in the past, and this is your first time joining this show, I suggest you go to our MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com site and see all the different topics we've covered over the years with respect to the military family. It's valuable and vital information. Absolutely. That's right. Without further ado, I want to bring on Marcella Streck. She is the founder of the Facebook support group known as PAUSE, which is Parents of Deployed Service Members. We've had her on a bunch of times because every time she comes on, she has something fabulous to share with us. (laughs) And today, we are not disappointed. Yay. Hi, Marcella. Oh. How's everybody doing without you? There we go. Hello. I was going to say, did Sandy blow you away too down there? How's things in Washington? Everything is windy and rainy. Yeah. And I'm hoping I get to keep my power. (laughs) Did you lose power at all? Not yet, but some of my friends already been calling them to uh, Facebook and saying that they lost power. So, so far, I still have it. Oh, us too. It's it is scary to watch these trees and these power lines keep moving. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God bless and stay safe. Yes, I will. Okay. So how's everybody doing? Oh, yes. fantastic. I'm so excited to hear about this appreciation day. I want you to tell me more about that because I think that's so fantastic. Well, I um, thought of this idea about Pod's Awareness Day, and I centered it around Halloween because Halloween is in a couple of more days. And, you know, as parents, we think about how when our children dressed up for Halloween and celebrated Halloween in different ways, it was either spooky or fun for them or, you know, whatever they did, a little trick-or-treating and everything. So now that our troops in most cases are deployed, it is a, this is the scariest time for us as a parent. So what I wanted to do is make this an awareness day coming up this Wednesday on October the 31st to make parents aware that PAUSE is out there for them. Well, this sounds exciting. Now, how are you going to go uh, uh, and proceed? What, what are the, what are, uh, the events? What I... What I, what the way we're doing this is we're challenging all the members of PODs to make another parent aware of PODs. You know, like oh, spread cool. the word through to each other. You know, to a friend that they never told about PODs. You know, inviting other family members or friends, you know, or other troops parents to join us. And that way they can go through the rest of their deployment without having that scary, spooky feeling that, you know, that they feel. And isn't it true? There are so many feelings that we just don't know how to deal with. And I've got to say firsthand, watching some of the comments that come through on the pod's uh, Facebook page, people are really pouring their hearts out sometimes. And what one of the nice things about this is that it is a closed group, so you do know that only the pod's members are are really going to read this. And um, there's ton of people that are right there at the ready to give a virtual hug and how how wonderful that is. Yes it is. And and the group is growing by leaps and bounds like every month, every week, every day somebody is joining the group. You know, and they're like, I heard about it through a family member. I heard about it through another mom or I was um in another group and I saw your group and I wanted to come and be a part of it. 
And I'm happy to have them, and I'm happy that we are able to, you know, assist them through deployment. And how many members are you now? We're at, um, I believe, seven, 1,700 and um, I think about 49, 1,756. That's the exact number. Yeah. That is. That's amazing. Marcella, when you think of Todd's Awareness Day, um, what is it you would like the general public who hear this, what would you like them to be aware of that our pods go through? Um, one of the things or one of my future goals with the Pods Awareness Day is I would like to eventually be able to uh, reach out to different um, military branches as far as um, companies or battalions, someone in the military ranks that can actually give the parents this information and say, here is a group, your son or daughter is about to leave, but while they're gone, join this group, you know, so... That's what I'm hoping that we can get the word out through the, you know, the military would do it for us as well or assist us with getting the word out. Absolutely. What do you think the hardest thing is about being a pod? Like what, I know there's lots of stuff that goes on, um, you know, goes on in your Facebook group. I, I monitor it. I watch it. I participate in it. What do you think is the, the hardest thing about being a pod? Um, I think the hardest part for most parents is that pre-deployment phase of prior to deployment, they don't know what to expect. They don't know how to accept it or they don't know how to, you know, how they're going to cope, you know, before the deployment even starts. And your group can support them in that. I've watched your group support that where they tell people, you know, what they can bring, what they can't bring, what to expect, you know. And, yes, every deployment's different, but it's just nice to know that you're not alone. Yes, and that's the good part about it. And we try to um, also uh, talk to them about being active and staying involved and getting involved in other activities or, or organizations within their community which will give them that, um, you know, feeling of being a family or being a part of something that their son or daughter is a part of. And isn't it wonderful how much joy is shared when all of a sudden someone posts boots on the ground? <laughs> oh, yes, that's the favorite post. I love to see boots on the ground. Yes, and everybody gets to uh, celebrate with that parent for their uh, son or daughter being back in the States again. That makes a big difference. I mean, you know, it's like we can share our concerns and stuff, but, you know, one of the things is, you know, when we have new babies, when we have, you know, deployments or we have a PCS move or we have something to celebrate, I think it's as important to share those celebrations as it is to share our questions and concerns. I think that's a really big part of forming a community. Yes, it is, and it's a it's a it's getting larger, but it's still it's very personal, and everybody is able to someone is always there to relate to someone, and that's the good part about it. You know, we have um, we have somebody who is logged into the chat that said the Paz family held my hand pre deployment, during deployment, and post deployment. All wonderful people. I think that's so important for the, the the pods that are listening today, or the the military moms that they can alert their parents or their spouses' parents. 
to join this group and be part of it because understanding that our deployed loved ones are well-trained and as parents having paused or other organizations to help train us and that encouragement and support during the deployment time, that's a real tribute to you, Marcella, in what you're doing. Yes, um, and I thank Brenda for that comment, too. That, yeah, yeah, Brenda, very nice that's very yeah, yeah, Brenda sent mm-hmm. that comment in. Mm-hmm. Rob, what did you find when you were separated from Stephen during the Vietnam War? What did you, do you remember, did you ever have any conversations with his parents and what they experienced, you know, in Vietnam? Well, absolutely, and what was difficult back then was that you didn't at least have the opportunity to communicate as easily. You you waited months before you got a letter. Um, I re- remember Stephen's mother contacting. It was fortunate that one of um, Stephen's COs was um, a relative, and they happened to be in the same um, unit. He, she, she actually got a hold of, quote-unquote, Uncle Charles and said, I haven't heard from him. Where is he? <laughs> and Steve got pulled into the uh, CO's uh, tent and said, write to your mother. <laughs> yes, was, that's what they had to do. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they did a lot of that back then. You know, that was the only way the parents or, you know, the family members heard from them if they were, you know, received that letter for, or that um phone call, not phone call, but they received something from the company commander and said, I need you to write home today. (laughs) It was, yeah, the angst was just there because you just went days and days and weeks and months before you might hear from someone, and that's hard. That is, it gives your mind that time to wander. But I'll tell you, even with the technology today, what I'm finding with some of my friends who are deployed, their husbands are deployed, because we have all this technology, when they don't hear from them for a day or two, you know, it's like we immediately all go into freakout zone versus, you know, not hearing for months. So I just think it's tough any way you slice it. Yeah. Well, we hope that more and more parents will just, you know, receive the knowledge and uh, come to pods and find the comfort that they would need to assist them through deployment. Can you hear me? I'm I'm here hearing a lot of breakups, so I'm going to keep talking because I'm going to close the show. I'm not sure if Hurricane Sandy I'm here. through. Oh, there you guys are. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap the show up, you guys. We have our guests today have been Autumn Arnold, our health and wellness expert. We've had Marcella Stretch from PAWS, the parents of deployed soldiers. We had Dr. Jody Bramer. We covered a lot of ground today. And mm-hmm. next week, when we come back, we're going to welcome Dwight Zimmerman, He is the new president of the Military Writers Society of America. He's also going to talk about his best-selling book, and we're going to talk about a local fundraiser, Golden Valley Auto, that has done a great military fundraiser to um, support their local chapters of the BFW, something that we don't talk about a lot. When we come back next week, we're going to have a great show with Boyce Zimmerman and the MWSA. 